Good evening. Okay, everybody should have the master copy. We're going to go back to page 15 in a moment. And just a very important comment. Zev Roth, who listens from Eric Disrael, actually sent this pretty quickly. It's easy to send a question pretty quickly. It's even more talented when you send information that he called from a few different places. This is just from last night's shear. So I'll just mention we were discussing the statues, which ironically uh, sounded more Nagaya than it was when Ramosha wrote the Chuva, and Ramosha was talking about the fact, and the answer was based on this, that it has no value, and you can contribute, and even though he holds as an Isser to, for Yidin, Losasaniti, to make a statue, even not the Shema Vodazara, as an Isser to own it, and points out the Shach Matas says it's only Chshad, which we got a lot of mileage out of in terms of Akula, for the dolls and the coins and the other things. But Ramesha holds it's more than that, it's actually an Isser to hold it, not just Mitam Chshad, and he has various Dukim from Sukim. But he said, it's not a problem over here, because as soon as it's finished, it's not yours, even though you're a citizen of McKeesport, Pennsylvania, because the municipality owns it, and it's not worth anything, because what are they going to do with it? So we were wondering last night, uh, what indeed do they do with it when they take down a statue? Well, it's ridiculous. Who would ever take down a statue? You know, if you lived a year ago, that would be a funny Shiloh. It's not very funny now. I'm not saying right or wrong position. I actually have a kasha that's going to be important for Adina Mokhasadina. Sugya, when I finish with this comment over here, but... You've been doing it for a while in the former Soviet Union. <laughs> so I have experience. <laughs> well, that, that's going to be part of my kasha, so hold that thought for a second. It's not the first time this happened. First time in America this happened, but yeah, they, not just the Soviet Union, I'm sure China had plenty of it also, and after any revolution. So uh, that's exactly what my problem is going to be at the end of this. So there's a reason I'm, I'm going to point this out first. So... He says civic leaders are often quick to demand removal of these statues, but then are suddenly face an unforeseen huge headache. What do they do with them now? These statues often weigh tons and require great expense of heavy-duty cranes to move them. And he just gives a spattering. Some were delivered. I thought this is kind of morbid. Some of them were delivered to Confederate cemeteries. That's an interesting place to put Confederate statues. Guess they're not really alive in the first place, so... They uh, delivered them where they thought they belong. Or accepted by museums. I don't think anybody's making money on this. If you'd make money, you'd have to pay back. The museum should buy these. I guess they don't. It's mashman. I don't know what the private deals were. But the money would go back to the municipality, which, again, is owned by the citizens of the town. So why is Ramosha saying they have no bailiffs on it? So uh, Ramosha is saying, based on a metzias, a psak, taking a position that if there's no momentous value, there's no bailiffs, which is Stamasugia, but he's also dining on the Matthias at that time. I wonder if the Matthias is so, and you'd have to get to the bottom, like, what are they doing with this, and what's going to happen with it? So right now, nobody really knows what to do. They just want to take them down. And some of them are going to cemeteries, some to museums. A handful were headed for private properties or local historical societies and organizations with ties to the statues. Still not getting any money out of it. One was sent to a historic battlefield in Virginia's Shenandoah Valley which apparently somebody decided was a great spot until the people who wanted it down in the first place are going to visit the Shenandoah Valley. Then we're going to have the same problem. So, Kasha Namaisa, 
But um, others are dismantled. That doesn't mean crushed, smelted. It means if they're so big, you've got to like, take it parts thereof. Mrs. Statue of Liberty herself, I believe, Akavya Tommy, was delivered in a few parts. They didn't, a ship can't hold that. And that was a, um, a present from our dear friends in France, something like that. Uh, and so, yeah, they didn't put it, they put it together. A few Confederate statues were stored of all places at a sewage plant. That was probably done maze of Muscovin, uh, which I'd say is a bazillion of the statues, but I'll get to that in a minute because this, uh, this created in my mind a bigger kasha. The statue's fate is not currently clear. A new state law, took effect July 1st, allows local governments to remove statues on public property. I guess it's happening before July 1st also. Contains a provision that says local governing body must offer the monument for relocation and placement to any museum, historical society, government, or military battlefield, which the way the law stands now, they're trying to say, don't start with Amesha Shuva, don't melt this down, and we're not selling it, and this isn't worth any money, and move it somewhere and figure it out, which I don't really understand how it sells popular shitasam, because if they hold it, it shouldn't be there, it shouldn't be anywhere, so... Melted down, but apparently they're afraid that some other pe- people might be in office in a couple of years from now and might bring it back. So they say, right now, the law is just put it somewhere where it's going to stay. And in the sewage plant, um, you had a picture on this, and they had a bunch of tarps covering statues. So if you happen to visit a sewage plant, you wondered what those things are doing there. You know, yeah? It's a good kasha. We had that problem with the uh, wax museum. Remember, after the initial parts of the year, all you realize that, wait a second, a Jew can't own a wax museum. It's mamish, losasaniti, in detail of human beings. It look quite real. And somebody's making money off it. You probably shouldn't in Eretz Yisrael was a wax museum. Somebody said there was. They shouldn't own it, and you shouldn't be paying for it and aiding and abetting and Shiloh Messiah. So, yes, it does have some value, but apparently our Moshe holds the citizens of the town can't profit from it. Value in terms of buyless means you could sell it to somebody and get money. So what I didn't understand, I still don't understand, based on what you're asking, it furthers the kasha, is that the town could profit by selling it to a museum if the museum is willing to pay, because they're going to be making money. Do museums pay? It doesn't say it. There's just a short snippet. You'd have, yeah, this... Yeah, but do the museums pay the municipality for this? This is going to be an ongoing issue. Now, they wrote this law because they, nobody knows what to do with this. It's unprecedented here in America. Doubt. You doubt it. Well, they're not going to pay. The thing's worth a lot of money. Well, my Michelle's worth nothing. But it, somebody paid a lot of money for it. The Shul and the Keysport. Paid a lot. To, to have whoever's going to take it. You pay for the... the yeah, just bring the crane just, and just get, get it out of here. Okay. Okay. Well, that, that's going to be very. Admission for the museum just because there is a Confederate statue in there. Well, the guys—they're charging admission. Yeah, but it's a collection of various things. But the question is, are they paying for it? That's really the, this can affect the psak. Next time they want us to pay for something, my Moshe's psak is on this sort that nobody it doesn't have any value afterwards. That's the chiddush over here. But that doesn't have value. The value is to the Jewish donors who gave it. They're not going to, Rabbi just saying, they're not going to get any value out of it. That's the issue. So that, that, that was the point in the tshuva. What does it mean they're not going to get any value out of it? They can't get any money. Anything that you can't do anything with has no value to you. So therefore, that's not real bylaws for this issue. That was Rabbi Moshe's last night. And 
it contains a provision that says local government body must offer the monument for location and placement to any museum, historical site of government, or military battlefield, which is this last ATSA. It also says local government shall have sole authority to determine the final disposition, which means they're leaving it open, and they've got to figure this legal mess out. But it's just interesting how this could impact the, uh, the PSAC over here. So my question, which you didn't hear about yet because we didn't really get very far on the Sugi, which we will, Mitzvah Shem, is that the, there's a makar of two or three or four on what the makar of Dinah Dina and the power of the government is to collect taxes and pass all the laws based on various things that only apply to kings, like he owns the country, or Parsha Samelech and Yisrael for a Jewish king. Democracy is not in the Mishayim, obviously. It didn't exist in the Mishayim. Existed in some some form, but it didn't have an official name. With the French Revolution, the American Revolution, became more popular. So, what gives the democracy the kaya or does it have kaya That's a very important question for everybody sitting in America over here. And the answer is going to take us a few hours to develop. Uh, not now, but part of the issue is that people have the right to accept upon themselves, based on the system of roiv and the majority vote, which recently became a big issue because talking about not super majorities, majorities, like 51%. Percent. What? Mabrul's question. What's going on? Mab rule is a, is a Jewish thing? I didn't hear the first mob word. Mob. The rule of what? mob. Mob? I didn't see any mobs. It means the majority says kill the majority uh, kill. no matter what. No, that have to mean normal people. Not go figure that. <laughs> so, you'll walk in on Shabbos in the next few months. It's warm weather. Uh, Lamaisa, my problem of it, just a thought, Akasha. I'd like to hear your thoughts before we get to it on Shabbos, but what you, what you mentioned before. I, and, and I will develop and explain because it, it's no gear to the sugya of what halachic take if it has. Very no gear. And it, it's amazing how we're finally up to it now. It's becoming clearer and clearer that this has to be vetted and understood what the kayach of the democracy is. You're all asking, it's a roiv. Well, what roiv? A mob? Uh, people don't know how to read. People, well, that's why we have electoral votes. There's a system set up to try to govern that. They're trying to change that also based on popular vote. But what I don't understand is just something very basic, and that is if you have, I'm not getting into the issue of slavery and not slavery, but if the South rebelled and the North went to war, to put down a rebellion. This is a rebellion. You want to call it insurgency? That's a popular word now. It's a rebellion, insurgency, revolt, whatever word you want to use. And then after five the bloodiest years in the history of America, it was finally over. What exactly? They had attorneys in the South. They had senators, they had congressmen. There's a long, complex history of arguments for about 10 years before the war started, I guess when they couldn't settle the argument. Well, they couldn't settle it. What were the constitutional arguments for saying, well, we don't like the law you're passing? If the Constitution is set up that is based on Roiv in the Senate, or whether it's supermajority then or the Congress, so then that's the law. So if that's all true, now I'm aware that, and that's why we're going to have to, have to explain a little American history for those who are not up to date. We give continuing credits for this in case you have a uh, <laughs> need for it. Part of the Machlegas was basically the Federalists against state powers, and they're claiming that you can't do that because this is our decision, and we have plantations, you have factories, and we don't want to give up our workers, and forget the moral arguments, uh, or lack thereof, but 
they said, you can't do it. You can't boss us around like that. And therefore, if you continue to do that, we're leaving. And the North said, no, we appreciate your discussion, argument. We discussed it for 10 years, and we outvoted you. And therefore, that's the law. Now, assuming that's the case, and we will have discussions about that, because there's what to discuss there, and the history is pretty clear. Many papers are written on this, but I'm interested in the halachic angle. Let's call them insurgents. There was a rebellion. So I'm not sure now, and I don't want to, don't quote this or misquote this, quote this out of context. I'm not taking the sides of the liberal Democrats stom in an argument like this because they're coming from a place, some of it is, makes sense, some of it is overdone. But they're saying that the things have to go down, but they represent things that we don't hold of. Okay, but I have a bigger kasha. Why were they ever up in the first place? Where do you have a group of people who stage a revolt? They all should be executed because they're a married b'malchus, and I understand there's a civil war, there's reconstruction. They did that to be able to keep the shalom, so they didn't kill everybody. Smart move, because reconstruction period was rough enough as it was. It really took a long time to get things in order. But a chutzpah, you're going to put up statues of the traitors uh, who fought this war, and the president, and, the, and Robert E. Lee. The they were there. So why did they let them do that? Because they weren't traitors. They had constitutional rights. That's what they said. We strongly disagreed. We went to war of it. Uh, he's wrong. So that, yeah, who's wrong? Lincoln was wrong. Lincoln was wrong. Okay. Uh, we'll hear what you have to say afterwards. Okay. Um, what state were you born in? I had to ask somebody that last night already. Um, so, Lamaisa, if, if, if the war, and you can say, how can you pass based on a war that happened to win? If they looked at them as rebellious, if they didn't and they felt they had the constitutional right, they wouldn't have fought a five-year bloody war. They held they were wrong. So then they're Maribamalchus. <laughs> they're revolting. So how do you allow them to put up statues in the first place? Now, your example from Russia. I don't think they would put up any statues of all the people who supported the Tsar during that long, bloody war. Afterwards, just to be nice, said, well, yeah, you guys did like that side. So why don't you just put up statues all over Moscow and we'll just um, polish them once in a while and try to ignore them. I don't think that would happen there. And it probably didn't. They probably took them all down. So it's a bit of a pellet to me why these things are standing in the first place. And that just shows you the Dinah Chuznina aspect, as Iron is excited to share with us later, it was not so pushed. And it sounds like either the North was being very nice to try to keep Shalom. I, I w- it doesn't make sense if they were murdered. <laughs> Be nice. So don't execute everybody. You can't execute 40% of the country. I got that. We want American citizens to live. We want to forgive and forget. Why are you allowed to put up statues of all the traitors? I just something to think about for the Shabbat Sugya, those of you who live further, um, ask us for the recap in six months. But that's a strong question to think about. If the democracy has a take of Dina, and we're recognizing that, if we are, uh, Shaila, they should certainly recognize it. So why do you let them, uh, you're, you're letting them perpetuate their Merida. Why would that be okay with anybody? So somebody, I asked somebody, just Derek Agavte, bumped into somebody who happens to be a history buff. He said, yeah, they're trying to keep the shalom. I said, I, I agree. That's why they didn't execute everybody. <laughs> That's why they pardoned, I think Robert E. Lee was not sent to prison, right? Jefferson Davis was sent to prison? Well, Robert oh, wow. E. Lee wasn't in favor of the war. But he, uh, he certainly did a good job fighting it. No, I, if, if it's a rebellion, there's a war. They come in, they kill the people who were causing all the bloodshed. He was just following orders. He was following the Dean of the But that was, okay, so that's a state right first. The Federalist, okay. His father went to school in the East. I understand. He was a West Point graduate right here north of Muncie. It all comes back to Muncie. But he 
Everybody was, uh, so I'm, I'm aware of that. He was actually, uh, he was one of the uh, senior students over uh, Grant who was, uh, the reason why it took five years is because the North had so many people to throw at it, they lost every battle and still won the war, and Robert E. Lee outsmarted them at every turn. Uh, so that was part of the tragedy, but he had a sentence. They lost so many people, and there was such anger. And they said, sure, you could put up statues of all the people you idolize, uh, even though we hold they're all insurgents. Why not? I think that the next, if, if they allowed that, so we should put up statues of those who were the insurgents in this past January, Take the 500 they arrested and put up statues, just the Zechel Dover. But we don't do that. A museum would make more sense. You want to talk about the history. I just, in terms of Dinah Mechazadina, that's an interesting move. So just think about that. Why? That's good. I, I agree. Before a war, freedom of expression, you hold it. We should secede from the Union. We would secede from the Union. It's a friendly demonstration, no problem. After five years, of mass murder, of massacres, battle after battle, I don't think a Malchus would normally have appreciation for that. Malchus is democracy, President. So, is that a, is that a pick? Okay, so we're just, just putting it out there once we're on the statues. Let's go back to page 15 because I want to get to the last piece of the puzzle over here. Before we do that, page 15 is a Malchus we will need for later. So, let me show you a Malchus on the Isser of uh, Kishuf in Eishei, on page 15, have you seen it? Bavur Sanhedrin, Samachas Menalv, after Machashev Ba'isa Ma'isa Chayev Skila, Machashev is normally not very to the level of a capital crime, Skila Matsinu, Rabbi Eliezer, also Ma'isa Bekishuf, Alimit Rabbi Kiva. For his Gemara, he taught Rabbi Kiva how to do it in, under the heter of L'Islamid, which is mutter even to do, not just to teach in theory. The L'Islamid shiny, the Amar Mar, La Somad Lasas, Va'ata Lamid Lahavin Laharis, the original Pasuk we started with, which is by the Isra of Kishuf. Pasha Dua Din Kaisem Chevechevran, all the other aspects of Kishuf. Kapasak Azak Kanksev, La Somad Lasas, La Yimatsabacha, Mayna Machashev, Menachesh, Machashev, Chevechever, Shalav, all them types of Kishuf and future telling. And that's why it's not only mutter to learn it in textbook and classroom and discussion, you can actually do it and show how it's done and practice it to really understand it. That we had. And he wonders, there's a kasha here. I don't see the Rambam brings down the din of actually doing something with Islamid. So the Ram does bring down the Gemara, the members of Sanhedrin, some members of Sanhedrin, has to know Kishif enough, either like Tesis to don the guy to know if he's Chaimiso, or like Rashi to make sure he doesn't escape. And the Ramam does bring that down. Sanhedrin, you makir Mekishev, Efshar Lawasu. He says that Ramam doesn't say before, so let actually do it by practicing and learning it by doing it. Maybe they learned it by a guy and they didn't practice themselves. Why doesn't the Ramam spell it out? This great heter we've been working on, trying to figure out where it applies and why it applies. We know from the Gemara that it happened. The Rabbi Lezer, Limit, Rabbi Kiva, Bamaisa. Why did the Ramam leave this din out? So that's a kasha people told us many answer, as the Mechazin suggested, that he brought it down, that a member of the has to know it, and that's the best way to know it. Mechazin is wondering why he didn't spell it out more. So hold that. Uh, till next week, we're going to get back to that. Is there's another question, the Rambam, what the Rambam didn't bring down. But right now, go to page 16.
And we will get back to the second one of our shilas, and that is we're trying to figure out where the limited heter of Lislamid actually works. And we emphasized last night, we do not pass like a Peshema, we're not Derish time of the crawl normally. And this is not Derish time of the crawl. This is a heter, my Mahalach over here is that it's like a function of chukasayim. The Pasuk says chukasayim, and it's only when you're doing it to copy the guy, to be like the guy, if it's obvious you're doing it for practical reasons, it's mutter. Hence, the Islamade, even by physically doing it, maybe to protect yourself, maybe to stop somebody from escaping so you could do Mises based in, all the other practical applications. And the Rambam, who seems to say that we bring over the heter losas and iti of making sun moon for practical reasons like Rabbi Gamliel, that that's also under the guise, the Rambam says, Lushen, as we saw, of, it's only Xeratu, Marasayan of Avodah but sounds like a very similar heter. The second part of the question we raised, if you remember at the end of the simon in Yeridea, after the Machabah says, Beferish, what the Gemara passes the Maskana, that you can make a sun and a moon, Lislamid, and we had the big question is Lislamid to show the Adem what the moon looked like, or is Lislamid for first grade? And second grade, to show the kids what Yasef had in his dream and what Sheikh's breaks look like, how far we go with Islamic. We had the second part of the application, which was making a Manera, making a Mazbeach, making a Shochan, making the Shemana Mishcha, making replicas of things in the base, the Mitish Klebis, the Mitish and the like. The Isser is in the same Sugya, and it seems to be learned out from Los Asaniti. Shemin has his own Pasuk. Kateris has his own Pasuk. And Ramesha here is discussing what the heter to have a menorah in the shul is. And we saw the first part of the shuva because a number of weeks back, a lot of shuls in the early years had a menorah right by the urn, had decoration, and they had seven branches. And people said, how are you talking? You can't make a menorah with seven branches. So some said it's a light bulb, and it's not exactly daima. And Ramesha now is going to bring up, first in the first paragraph, which you saw already, he says it doesn't hold the shear of oil. Maybe that's a heter. He doesn't know exactly if it holds partial shear. Would that be okay for a short night during the winter? And let's go to page 16, the second paragraph in the first column. So we saw the first part of this. Ramesha discusses the possible heter Lamid. This is fascinating on two fronts. He says, maybe you can make the menorah, because if you have a menorah around, and you see in shul, people come in, they see a dogma of the menorah, and they remember the menorah in the Besamitish had seven branches, unlike our menorah in Hanukkah, that had eight, and it's Lislamid, it reminds people of what the menorah looked like. So he brings up Yesuf Chaim Zanefeld, who said, Lislamid is only when there's no other way to learn it, and if you can learn it a different way, don't do this, Isser. Rabbi Kamalil had to make a boon, because he had to show the Edom, and they had to get it, Rochel Bitzcha Katana, Kazei Reve Kadesh. So he had no choice. Ramesha is going to argue now, and he says, no, anything you can learn better by doing it, you have a head to learn it better. And by actually building a model, you actually learn it better. And Rabbi Yisrael Chaim holds not so. And let's start with that paragraph here, and you'll see where he goes with this, because he's going to make an assumption throughout this entire discussion that Lislamid not only applies to the sun and the moon, it applies to a Manera and the Klimiktish. And we raised the Shailah, a number of weeks back, and I said I'd get back to it, which is now. It's interesting, in Shulchan Aruch, it mentions the Heta by the moon. It doesn't mention it by the end of the simon by the Kli Mikdash. Now, it could be because the example of the Gemara was by the moon. So mention the example of the Gemara because it brings down the Lush of the Gemara. But who had in? And Ramesh assumes like that's not push it. It's learned out from the same limit. It's the same sugya. Why not? Question is, 
does everybody agree? There are Chayim and Sefer Feirish. The Hetra does not apply, and they should not use it by the Menorah. Make the Menorah eight branches, or put a, something in the middle, like they put the star in the middle. Fires of Olaf is okay. Uh, what? You can practice fires of Olaf because no, even though that's in the pasuk over there, because that's about Azara and that nobody's ever so be with or maiming somebody, and uh, they don't have the hetra by Avodah Zohar, they don't have the, the kishif. Why? Because it's in the Pasuk. So that's, I use the Ramban, because Ramban says Moloch has a kishif aspect, and that's why it's in there, even though it's also Avodah Zohar. That's what that Ramban was for. Okay, let's go to the paragraph, second paragraph. He says, Efsher. He's trying to think of a term for this minute, because nobody's sure what the hetra is. Why not just make one with six or eight branches? And part of is don't make the Musha Moshe Bamaram the sun, moon, the stars, the Malachim, which is how we got onto the Yetzahara cards in the first place. And Kedemus Shamoshai, the kalim of the base of that are used to be Meshamishmi, which includes the Menorah, the Shulchan, and the like. So Mesha says it's all the same sugyim. And it's all from the Pasuk, Lo Sasaniti. Mashakasa Sham Besilmas Chaim, that's a base of Chaim Zanafil, Denira Lod, the Islamid Adafka Makam Desrich and Lamaisa, that you can only learn it and use this head to learn it better when you need to know Lamaisa, not just for the understanding of the sugya. So Yes Chaim saying, Two possible restrictions. First of all, it's only if you really need this to understand it, but you need it to understand the Lamaisa. This is not Lamaisa, because no one's making a Menorah. We'll leave that to the Kain Gadol or to the artisans in the third bias. Hine, Mayasim, Shemana Mishcha. So Amisha has a Kasha. He says, By Shemana Mishcha, Dinizi you can't make a replica. Shrak Shemana Mishcha, Echad Hayash, Ben Bamidbar. There was only one Shemana Mishcha made in the history of the world. Mishra made a batch and they never ran out. And yet, there's an iser to make a replica of the Shemana Mishra. But there's a heter if you do it lislamid. Nu Ramesha says, what lislamid? There'll never be a need ever to make another one. We have one, we're not running out. No, we won't need it. We won't need it. It's just to understand the sugya of what was Mishra ben Shemana Mishra. So Yosef Chaim would say, well, that's not Lamaisa. Ramesha says, but the Gemara says, you're put if you do Lizlamid. So obviously, if you get greater understanding in Shemana Mishcha, that's good enough. For Yosef, Liyasa, Liyelam, Kedafresh, Bekrisis, Davheim, and Alba Ramam, which we'll see soon. Kli Mikdash, Olachahei. Mikamakam, yeah, Ta'esa, Lizlamid, Pater, Afsha, Ainsham, Sarabazel, Liyelam. You don't need it now, you won't need it later. Alma dezegufa leida lamaisa etzema mitzvah. This is a wonderful insight into Tamatari, which Yisachayim would also agree with. The more you understand, the better it is, but not Tamatari and Isser. And if it's not in the Gale Lamaisa, you can't do it. Maisha says, there's a Torah over here if you did it, even though you're never going to need the Shem and Mishchah that you're making. Alma dezegufa leida lamaisa etzema mitzvah ech asa zeh Maisha ben Midbar. Just to understand what Maisha ben made the Midbar. Can you learn about the Mishkan? We spent a lot of passion learning about the Mishkan. No, we're not building a Mishkan again. I'm just going to point out, we're not even going to use the specs of Bayesh Mishkan and Bayesh Shani. In Yechezkel, there's different specs for Bayesh Lishi. It's not Bittu Torah to learn about the Mishkan and to learn all about the Arias and learn all about the Mishkan, Mikdash Rishon. We have Talmud Amidus, patterned after Mikdash Rishon, not Mikdash Lishi. I have to actually Mikdash Shani more. Not make the shlishi. It's going to be different. So why are we learning it? The answer is that's a chalik of Torah. So we learn about what they did 
in the base of Mikdash. I might be a little different later. It's still Talmud Torah. One second, let me finish the sentence. And if you want to build a model and it helps you understand what's going on in the Mishkan or the Mikdash, number one or number two, and by Shemen, it's a more serious Isser than making a replica of the Menorah of the Shulchan. It might be an Isser, not even a level of a Malkus type of Lav. We're not going to have to understand more now. And we're not going to have to train people to be able to build by a shlishi, Chavaz Chaim always said, learn kachim because you got to have people who can train kainim in karbonus and you got to have kainim and know what they're doing. Ramesh says, it's not Nagaya now, it's not going to be Nagaya later. Avla lasid, come on, Mishkan, by Yisrishon, Vesheni Shahayu. The lasid, Yabani, Ba'ifan, Acher, Amar, Biacheskel. By shlishi is going to be different. Not completely different, but different. Ayim, Barambam, Reish Perikalaf, and Rambam spells out, we'll see one of the rounds by the uh, Shana Mishcha, and he says, Ramesha claims, Islam means to learn what happened to Chumash, what was the din, even though it's never no gay. It's not Hilchus Lebashicha, it's never no gay again. So that's Islam. So why did Rabbi Yisrael Chaim say it's only when you need a Lemaisa? He holds that the fact that by Shana Mishcha, you're not Chayv Kuris, if you do it Islam, shows you the Islam over there can only be something that is just understanding what the Shemana Mishcha Meshavana was. Everybody follow his. Kasha. He himself answers in a moment on behalf of Yisrael Chaim of a lochayr lamuvan. He says the problem with this is next paragraph. Why can't you say Islamic means because you're learning Torah? Whatever the Torah. That's what I should have said. I but I'm that's that is what I should saying. I was saying Islamic is if you get a great understanding of what happened then, that's fine. Even if it's not what happened, even if it never happened at all. What, what are you learning? It's not Torah then. No, that's not Torah. That's it. It's not, we, in Chumash it says in the Mishkan what we learn. And therefore, it becomes Tyre. The Chumash put it in. Hashem put it in. It's Tyre. That's what I'm just saying. You're, you're summarizing Hashem's arguments. But yes, Chaim holds. That's nice if you want to learn a sugya and the Mishkan and Vayach Bakudai. But if you're mattering it is sir, to make a replica, you have no heter. It's only when the Islamid is urgent to get it clear for something. Lamaiser, Hashem disagrees so far. Avalochera, next paragraph. Because I want to finish off his point. He's going to try to. Deflect There are two a term. It says you make the Shaman Mishra, there's an Isser Karis. If you do it Lislamid, you putter. And if you give it to give it over to the Tzibur, you putter. Why are you putter to give it over to the Tzibur? The will never need it. We don't need any more Shaman Mishra. It's never going to be used up. So he says maybe the Heter is not like he's saying that you need a Lislamid. Because there are two Skip now to the second column, the third paragraph. Lochain, he says to deflect his own kasha. It's not shot. There's a heter l'islam and a heter l'moysa l'tzibur. Because l'moysa doesn't make any sense. What are you giving up the tzibur? They'll never need it. If you're not making the shem to use it to shmir yourself or for the avodah, then... It's not usher. Knock up a brace of shnei tzir, and the Gemara just gave the brace. gave two examples: l'aslam, limsel tzibur, afshein srichin. That's not the heter. The heter is the yisabek shemishcha is only when you plan on using, it, even though there's no use for it. If you didn't, then you want to give it over to somebody else. You're not going to use it, or you're doing l'aslam. It's mutter, but nechanami. It's not limited to these two things. Which case he has no kasha on yisav chaim anymore because the heter is not l'aslam. It's just an example of an ulterior motive. You're not using it for the regular 
Shabbat Amishcha application. What Ramesh is assuming this entire tshuva, so we have a fascinating machlekes, what the Gedav Islam it is for our whole sugya. How immediate and urgent does it have to be? Ramesh says, not very, just as long as you're understanding the sugya better. Even if it's not Lamaisa now, it won't be Lamaisa then. The more important thing, which we're going to focus on on Monday, is Ramesh seems to be assuming that the Hetel Islam it applies to making a Menorah or a Shulchan or a Mizbeach or any model you're going to build, all of which is usher under normal circumstances in Issa Dereisa. And Ramesh Islam is Mutter, he says, learn that from Los Asaniti, it's the same sugya, why not? And there are a number of Rachranim who say that it's not true, and the only example we have is by the sun and the moon. My question is, what's the difference? Why would there be a chilek? And we're going to see that there might be a chilek, which Ramesha doesn't hold of, and the chilek might depend on something to do with uh, Merah Mikdash. So, Mitzvah we will uh, get to that on Monday. Just one question, you can, uh, uh, you can keep the camera on for a minute. Just uh, for Tuesday, I'd like to just get some feedback from the Elam over here, who's going to be around, who's not going to be around. Uh, I'm not going to be around either Shailiz, do I try to get back or not. It's longer than Passaic, the ride, uh, with a border crossing. So I don't know if it's De Shiasu. So just check your emails on Monday to see if it's here on Tuesday, because there's a Hasna, and we'll take them there. Monday, Mitzvah Shem, we will have a share.